Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've got a cracking young goalkeeper here that has recently been named in the League One team of the year. Please welcome Mike Cooper of Plymouth. Crazy few days since we got the title, yeah. And as soon as we got there, the police, like, <laughs> mate, it was, it was all getting police. He had to put us in a little back room because uh, everyone was just getting mobbed. There's a great picture of you getting hoisted above someone's shoulders. Yeah, well, the physio wasn't happy. <laughs> Alison's up there as well for me. Uh, yeah, them two are leading the way, I think. I think a few of the lads will be on it at Heathrow, I'll be honest. Just to hop on a yacht like that and <clears throat> go around the sound and the barbecue was, was mental. We beat Ipswich at home and then we followed it up by beating Sheffield Wednesday at home. DJ Ruskin. He'd gone three no goalies, but is he going for four? Like, no one wanted to go and goal. Just threw my hand up, went in. Oh, I made my wrist used to just be like battered, smashed to pieces. Yeah. Especially like when we played Chelsea last year. <laughs> made sure I kept them. You kept 18 clean sheets in 46 games. That's mad. That to see the way the club's reorganised itself from um, from administration and almost you know becoming extinct has been uh, it's been a whirlwind. But you know, no, we're finally back. What a save from Mark Howard. Here we go once again on the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Today, I am joined by another top goalkeeper. But just before I let you know who that is, I also want to explain if there's any croakiness in my voice. I have recently just landed still from Vegas and I had already filmed last week's episode. So just giving you the heads up. If I make any mistakes, it's not my fault. It's still uh, jet lag, we'll call it. <laughs> right. That being said, I've got a cracking young goalkeeper here that has recently been named in the League One team of the year. Please welcome Mike Cooper of Plymouth. How you doing? How right? you doing, yeah, mate? No, good to see you. Congratulations yeah. are in order. Yeah, no, thank you. And yourself as well. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Thank you. Big promotion, yeah? First one? Uh, first proper one, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. been playing. Yeah, first proper one I've been playing and uh, building too. So, um, <clears throat> no, it's been a, been a crazy few weeks, yeah. Crazy few days. Crazy few days since we got the title, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think, like you say with your voice as well, it's, um, <laughs> it's been a bit of a carnage. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, the celebrations are in full flow and... Um, no, it's been unbelievable. Right, we'll talk about the celebrations yeah. in a minute. Let me just say thank you to our sponsors, Forge Irish Stout, uh, for sponsoring this episode of the pod, joining in the celebrations of a promotion with Mike himself as well. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate. Thank you. Well done. They're not here to take part. They're here to take over. Right, Forged Irish Stout, 
is owned by Conor McGregor and is on a mission to become the biggest Irish stout. It will be available in Asda halfway through the summer. Please drink responsibly. Right. Back to the promotion stuff, right? You've had two bank holiday weekends where you're already up. That yeah. must have been carnage. Just, yeah, just like you say on the... Um, well, we played on the Saturday first to go, uh, to go up. Um, and uh, everyone from the stadium just went straight to the Barbican. For those who don't know, Plymouth, the Barbican is right on the seafront. It's got all the pubs. Um, it's, it's unreal for for, um, for just getting everyone outside. Uh, and as soon as we got there, the police, like, <laughs> mate, it was, like, it was all getting police. He had to put us in a little back room because uh, everyone was just getting mobbed. Like, it was just nuts. Thousands and thousands of people yeah. trying to join in the yeah, celebrations. Yeah, yeah, just lifting everyone on their shoulders and everything. Um, and then... Repeated it Sunday because it was bank holiday. So um, why not? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, the scenes are like just as good as I've ever seen them. You know, when you know when you get a pitch invasion, it's just like nothing better. Um, to to see that was uh, there's a great unreal. picture of you getting hoisted above someone's shoulders. Yeah, well, the physio wasn't happy. <laughs> That's, was I was like, just about yeah. to mention this, right? Yeah. So you're currently injured. Yeah, uh, you got, you did your knee a couple of, oh, three months ago now. Yeah. yeah, back walking without a brace, without crutches. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, we've been on the OG treadmill, so... Yeah, nice. Yeah. Like running again, nice. Yeah, uh, well, Real we're quick. up to 60% now, body weight. Um, so that was my excuse for being able to run on the pitch and get on someone's yeah, shoulders. why not? I had to, yeah, I had to make the most of it. Um, but no, yeah, I remember just looking over and he was just going like, get down, son, what are you doing? <laughs> Careful yeah. of that knee. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't make you wear a brace just in case. No, no, I haven't. I didn't even wear a brace after surgery. Um, I was Sorry, just tell yeah. people what you've done. Oh, uh, yeah, so it was just a... Clean rupture of my ACL. Um, I say just a bit, yeah. Clean, clean rupture of the ACL. Um, luckily, there was no damage around it. Just a bit of, bit of bone bruising. Um, uh, luckily, I had Andy Williams operate on me. You know, best of the best. So I was really, yep. really fortunate in that sense. Um, He's the most famous knee yeah. surgeon in football, I think, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no. As soon as they said, we're, we're sending you to him in, in 40 years, so I was over the moon. Um, and he got me done a week and a half later. Uh, and since then, it's just been a road to recovery. Um, just doing what the physios tell me to do, yeah. Yep. Right, so obviously you've been injured, right, the last few months. Is it hard because you're not part of the team? Obviously, you've played the majority of the games this year. And uh, another congratulations, by the way, for being named in League One no, Team cheers, of the Year. Yeah. That Thank you. Absolutely <laughs> incredible achievement yeah. as well. Getting promoted, that, and then missing the last few months through injury. Must be frustrating, but also an unbelievable feeling. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird one, though. You know, a lot of mixed emotions because it feels such a long time ago since I was playing. Um, however, to get team of the team of the year again um, and go up, it's um, it's a it's a weird weird mix of emotions. But uh, when I, the other day I started thinking about the games I played, I was watching highlights again um, just to refresh the memory, and it was uh, you know that it hit me that it was real that you know part of a promotion. So. Um, no, it was good to look back on already. Mate, yeah. although I didn't get injured, so I lost my place, obviously, to Ben Foster and mm. Rob Layton before them. So I've missed, I think, the last 10, 12 games. And, you know, like at the time, you're thinking, I've done all the legwork. Yeah. And then someone's <laughs> come in. and But as long as you get over the line, see, like I've said it before, yeah. but, yeah, the, the feeling of getting promoted and playing a part, whether it was one game, 30 games, 50 games, it, like yeah. it's just an incredible feeling. Don't happen a lot, mate. No, exactly. And... Because I've been there for so long as well. It was just like, I just don't care who plays, how we play. As long as we just keep winning and go up, then I was, I was more than happy. Is, yeah. it, is it for uh, Plymouth, as it being a one-town club and that, you've come through the ranks there, that you must have felt a bit immortal that weekend of it being done? Yeah, it, um, no, it did feel really special. I've seen, I've seen a lot since I've been here. 
uh, joined in the championship, like, I think it was 14 years ago now. So I've seen us get back-to-back relegations, up, down, um, up again. And, and um, luckily, we're finally back to where, where we belong. Um, it's been a long road, but to see the way the club's reorganised itself from um, from administration and almost, you know, becoming extinct has been... Uh, it's been a whirlwind, but you know, no, we're finally back and, and I'm just happy to uh, to tr- uh, get going again next year. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Right, I'm going to kick on with our quiz now. Oh, yeah, right, this on. is just a little quick fire love, quiz. Love quiz. Yeah, nice. Right, so it's all mainly goalie themed. Yeah. Catch or parry? Uh, catch. Yeah, <laughs> has to be. I, I had to think about it. I don't know. Why <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what's your favourite pasty? An Oggy Oggy or an Evo Dowdy? Eva Dowdy. Yeah. You got Judy. That's what, that's Judy. what I say. Judy. Is that yeah. with Eva Judy? Judy yeah. oh, it's the way I've read it here. Ben Tozer's obviously from down there as yeah. well. He's told me to ask some of these questions. Honestly. Are they really yeah, good? Ridiculous. Mate, the little vans they have outside the stadium. Nice. Just next level. Yeah. Because you're sponsored by Ginster still, aren't you? Or was that? No, that was before. That was before. Yeah, that, that's a bit tragic, that, yeah, isn't it? Not great, I'll be honest. Yeah, they just <laughs> tagged up, jumped in on that bandwagon. Yeah. Right. Uh, play short or kick it long? Play short. Yeah. yeah. You play a modern keeper, yeah. you? Not like me. <laughs> Favourite ever goalkeeper? Joe Art in his pomp. Nice, He's good choice. Real, yeah. yeah. That's that game That's against Barcelona I'm, away yeah. at Nou Camp. Yeah, he, he, was at, he was number one when I was growing up, so yeah, or, yeah England number one as yeah. well. Uh, best keeper in the world right now? Courtois. Yeah? Yeah. Mate, it, the, the amount of He does make saves, some, some saves, uh, yeah, doesn't he? He makes some real big saves and in the air, obviously, he's a joke. He's like 6-7, isn't he? So, yeah. uh, Alisson's up there as well for me. Yep. Uh, yeah, them two are leading the way, I think. Yeah, nice. Ketchup or mayo? Mayo. Long sleeve or short sleeve shirts? Long sleeve but with a firm on. Underarm, right? Yeah, Underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Uh, cream or jam first on your scones? Cream. Traditional, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it has to. <laughs> yeah, holds the that scotch. Can spread the it's, hard, it's hard to spread on the scones sometimes, exactly. but I'm, I'm exactly yeah. the same. Right, movie or box set? Movie. Uh, how tall are you? <sighs> Six two, my shoes on. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I yeah. six one though. Yeah, right. And last but not least, uh, beer or cider? Beer. Yeah, yeah. But there are some good ciders <laughs> down where we are. Or yeah. stout. <laughs> or stout. Yeah, <laughs> get that in. Hmm. Um, but uh, there's a rattler cider in Cornwall. Yeah, he's good, strong, yeah. but yeah, yeah. He's good. Um, where are you off to now for celebrations then? Vegas. Vegas <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah. We've there. just been talking about it off yeah. air. Uh, you're expecting a good time and you will have a good time. Well, you've just been telling me all about it and it yeah. sounds unbelievable. So, yeah. oh, the excitement's gone up now. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, oh. th- from the moment you get to the airport, uh, the first, oh, you've got a connection flight as well. None of the lads got giddy. We was all like a bit quite subdued. Yeah. And then we landed in uh, San Francisco. It's like, right, let's kick on yeah. now. Let's have a right go. Yeah. I think a few of the lads will be on it at Heathrow, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get on it, a little bit of a nap and then back on it again but uh i think i'm just gonna have to wait yeah i won't be able to bury it if uh you know what it's like when you drink before a flight and then you get hung over on the flight, on the flight. Oh, no, there's no worse feeling the, the air, you're either freezing on a plane or boiling yeah. and if you're hung over you are so sweaty horrendous so i am i'm gonna save that bit yeah, yeah. But you've got some good nights out planned and that yeah um you mentioned to me you, you haven't really been part of it because you've been injured and in the gym yeah i miss all the chat so when they're when they're talking about it in the change room I, i'm missing half of it or even um when they're away on the bus, because obviously they spent hours on the bus, yeah. uh, they, they, they're going through it all there. So I, I keep having to just get filled in every time. I'm like, what? What's that? What's that? Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, Skipper Joe's um, sorted it all out. So yeah, nice. Buzzing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also wanted to ask, uh, you did uh, the uh, open top boat 
which hasn't really been done before. Yeah, that's what you get with that living must on the be sea. Crazy yeah. that. Yeah, no, it was it was, it, it was annoying because the weather wasn't great. It was yeah. so foggy, but no, just to hop on a yacht like that and <clears throat> go around the sound and the barbican was was mental. Uh, and then rocking up like there was so many people there um, lining the streets. Because we did an open top bus parade, and honestly, I was like, this can't be. They can't get any better than this. Yeah. There's flares going off. They, like they get, obviously, there's a picture of you also yeah. with a flare in your hand. Yeah. But you've been told off for that as well, haven't you? Yeah. Well, the the, the, uh, the owner hates pyros, and, and everyone was just there catching like that. Nice. Um, yeah, no, it was unreal. It's carnage. Yeah. Uh, how many people do you think were there? We, I think as was suspected, like twenty five to thirty thousand people. But it felt like everyone you saw the yeah. same faces, and like you'd meet them. I again. think it was a bit of that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. 20 to 25 but I'd, yeah i'd definitely say about 15 yeah uh, i think the weather probably put a few off um but yeah with, once we got to the stadium they all filled in the stands um to, to do another trophy lift so um yeah no they all flopped from the barbican to, to the stadium it was unreal yeah yeah and straight back out again yes yeah, <laughs> yeah straight back out again <laughs> nice um, um, yeah uh, what about this season as a whole then how do you sum it up for you oh it's just tough because I, I ended so abruptly but um, if you must have a hot, I know the promotion bit will be the highlights, but yeah. is, is there a game this season that you remember thinking, "Wow, like that—that's the game that's kicked us on and made us win the league." There's actually so many. Like we beat we beat Ipswich at home, and then we followed up by beating Sheffield Wednesday at home. You're massive teams came back from two 0 away at Derby, three two. I think that was a bit of a, uh, a, a you know. A, a, it gave us that belief that you know we are actually a good side because that was that was only September I think as well. Um, but we we struggle so much against Wickham, like teams like Wickham who you know aren't who are strong and physical. physical yeah. yeah. Um, so we went there one one nil, and for me that was like right we were a different team to last year because it rolled us over twice um, and kicked us out of the playoffs. So yeah, I think that was a game for me actually. Yeah, one nil away. Uh, they battered us, but we scraped a win with a penalty so I think that was probably it yeah it's, there's always like moments in our like our season that you think oh yeah. that was it like I remember obviously because the games that I played in like um oh god it's like I've lost it now <laughs> Gateshead away like yeah. uh, the last 15 minutes of that it's like sounds terrible but like it was a hard game mm. uh but obviously Ben Foster's save for the penalty just changed our mentality like we'd we'd gone on such a good run of winning games and then we had to beat them to pretty yeah. much go up and that was like I think that if you could create TV history, like oh, obviously the Welcome to Wrexham documentary might show that soon, I reckon. Yeah, no, it has to. Yeah, yeah. it's an unbelievable moment that was. Yeah. yeah. Right, um, before we crack on, right, let's uh, do our other quiz. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast.
What a save from Mark Howard. It's goalie or no goalie time. Uh, you've okay. said that you've listened along before, so you should know about this. Uh, it's a five international uh, current goalkeepers and five made-up names from around the world. But as you can tell, I've made some of yours West Country themed. Yeah. Listeners can head over to our YouTube and follow the leaderboard, right? You ready? One point for each answer. Yeah, come on then. Yeah, you ready? Bring it. John Smeaton. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> False. You said no goalie. No goalie. No yeah. goalie. You're actually right on this one. Smeaton's Tower, yeah. Smeaton's Tower. <laughs> yeah, he just got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then uh, it sounds a real name, doesn't yeah, it? It does, yeah. That, every, yeah. Every one of them yeah. is meant to sound like it <laughs> should be on the back of a jersey with gloves yeah. on. Good. Right. At least you've started well, mate. Yeah. You, you got Smeaton's Tower. You keep the fans happy. Right. Number two, Russell Osborne. Goalie. He's not a goalie. Like DJ Rusky. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Rusky. Nice. Yeah. I'd never well, known his name. Is yeah, that yeah. is his actual name. I do all my history, mate. I do, I do. I got to check everything. Fact check. Right. Number three, Yazid Abu Laila. <laughs> you didn't even know how to say that. No, it's not hard <laughs> yeah. to say that. Goalie. Yeah, he is a goalkeeper. <laughs> Jordan and Al Fasilia, goalkeeper. Where's he from? Jordan, I just oh, said right, Jordan. Sorry. It's not his name. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Jordan Yazid, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> nice. It's all right. A nice two for three. That's not two out of three. Good yeah. start. Number four, Will Farkerson. No goalie. He's not a goalie, mate. He's a guitarist from Bastille. Oh, do you know what? I have because I remember someone saying it's all far quiet about him. Lord Farquhar. Yeah, but that rang a bell, so I just said no goalie. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that. Yeah. It's only because I see you following uh, Bastille on Instagram. Yeah, because like, yeah, oh, the drummer's awesome. from Plymouth. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah. follow him as well. I, yeah. I try and do as much back searching into people, yeah, so go. I yeah. look through all your followers. Nice. And it's like, oh, you must be a fan of Bastille. And then I looked at the history. That must have been where it wrong about then. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, right, number five, Halal Hakim. So you've gone three no goalies, but is he going for four? Is like a mind. No goalie. He is a goalie. <laughs> he is Iraq no. in El Zwar goalie. Don't second guess yourself. All my patterns. No, I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going for a little pattern. Yeah. Right. Hope Ben's keeping the score here. I think that's three out of five. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, number six, Carlos Acevedo. Now, have I gone goalie or goalie? Mm. Now, have I gone goalie, mm. no goalie? All the strikers are in the pens. Yeah. Uh, goalie. He is a goalkeeper, <laughs> mate, yeah. And that's a good way of working this out, by the way. <laughs> Mexico and Santos Lagunas, goalkeeper. I think he'd go down the left, mate. I'd die left on him. him. He played in their last game, mate. All oh, right. Yeah, so, that's what I try and yeah. do as recently as possible yeah, yeah. that he featured in one of their last games. Some trim that. Yeah, it's lovely, that. See him in a pool party in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> right, number seven. Anthony Beek. No goalie. Wait, Anthony Beck. Anthony Beck. Let's say no goalie. He is not a goalkeeper. He is strictly judge. Antoine, Antoine Dubeck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're too young to know that. No, mum used to stick it on the telly all the oh, time. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Antoine would have been a favourite of the mums out there. And I'm not saying your mum in particular. Oh, I guess as well. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Number eight, Marco Canasecchi. 
really hard to pronounce some of these, mm. by the way. <clears throat> Goalie. Goalkeeper. Italy and Cremant's goalkeeper. Right. You're on six out of eight. Two more to go, right? Number nine, Henry Bonello. No goalie. Goalkeeper for Malta and Hamrun. Goalkeeper in Malta. I thought his first name was too English for yeah. that second name. Yeah. You must recognise him. He played against England recently, I think. Fintrim. I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Claire Baldin. <laughs> no, I don't know. Mate, I don't know who that is. No, fair Can't enough. All right, last one. Robin Gunningham. No goalie. He is not a goalkeeper. It's believed that that's Banksy's real name. Street artist. Yeah. Well, no one knows who he is, does he? No, so, exactly. Yeah. So it's allegedly believed. Yeah. Nice, I'll tell you yeah. that. Not a bad score. Seven out of ten. Nice. Yes, I've got it, Ben. Cheers, yeah. mate. Thanks <laughs> for the prompts. <laughs> so I'll keep in score sometimes, <laughs> right? Um, back to proper talk then. What is your earliest memory of being a goalkeeper? It's just my first football training session, I think it was. Um, it was at my local side. Everyone, you know, like, want to be a striker, score goals and whatever. No one wanted to go and goal. Just threw my hand up, went in. Um, did all right. Just just stayed in, in, in goal, really. Um, How old were you? Can you remember, roughly? Yeah, well, I joined the local team when I was about seven, eight. So I've always really been in, been in goal. Um, and yeah, just, just, I used to try and go out outfield at halftime, swap around with someone, but no one ever would want to. So, uh, yeah. no, I, I, I guess I did enjoy it. Um, but I think it was, wasn't until I was out nine, ten, joined the academy when I was starting to enjoy it a bit more. Yeah. yeah. So in that transitional period of like finding out with your mates and that, that you, you, you actually enjoy playing in goal, yours was quite quick then before you got scouted. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, well, I guess it was. I was only playing local football for two years before... Um, I got asked to go to the development centre in Exeter for, for our goal, uh, where they yeah just had a look at me for a few weeks and then um, sent me to a centre of excellence where, where it all sort of kick-started. And um, yeah, they just asked me to come back again the, the following week. So you, uh, this is one of the things that I really wanted to ask you. Growing up in uh, the Southwest, it's quite limited for the options of yeah. developing and that. So like, statistically, it must be very hard to come through the academies. Like full credit, like what you've done, yeah, is it hard? Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would say it is because you, you, it's not a lot of options. No, it's not. We, it's, the catchment area is tiny. So obviously you've got Plymouth, Exeter's up the road. Torquay don't even have an academy anymore. What they used to, but, and that's it. Tr you know, Truro's not full, full time. Um, so no, so no are, parents are going to commute to Bristol and back. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, so you are quite limited in, in uh, who, who's, who can snatch you up. Um, so yeah, it, it can be difficult, but at the same time, I guess you are getting looked at. But also it being such a large area, do you reckon as a place it should produce more players because it's got so many players to choose from? Yeah, well, that's, that's the flip side of it, yeah. isn't it? That you, are, you could get picked up more at a local, local team, which, um, which I'm sure the scouting system do, do well at the minute as well. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to ask, when you was coming through, was there a certain moment that you remember from like the academy days that you was like, yes, I'm going to... I'll get my YTS or I'll, I will try and make this my job. I did. Oh, I don't think that was until I was quite a bit older, to be honest, because I always played different sports as well. Yep. Uh, growing up, I was, used to try and play rugby, cricket as much as possible. Um, Cricket's massive down there, isn't it? Oh, mate, love it, honestly. I've, I've got a mate who plays for Somerset, so in the off-season, whenever I get a chance, I'll go up on the training uh, and, and watch him for, for a day or nice. two. Um, but yeah, no, the club were quite good with me growing up, so 
say on a Sunday, they they let me because we had always had two goalies growing up. They let me play the first half, and then um, my dad would take me to go play cricket because um, I was playing for Devon at the time, um, which I think helped me personally not take football too seriously growing up because I think you can get a bit too fixated growing up on one sport. If it's too um, much pushed yeah. at you and it's too much of a job, it's yeah. hard when you're that young. Yeah, exactly. Um, and my goalkeeping coach, Reese Wilmot, who was with me the whole way, always said to my dad, make sure he keeps playing all, all different sports. Um, I don't think it paid off because I never got too bored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you went full-time then, did you find that the adjustment was hard? or? Yeah, massively. It's, it's so different, isn't it? It's so different. Like, wait, from when you're 16 to... Training with your age group is is one thing, but then when you go with the 18s, it's another. And then you make the step up, train with the first team, and you get asked every now and then. It's, it's, I remember our first train with, with the goalies when I was 15. And I was like, what on earth is this? It's a completely different world. Like the balls, the pitch, every, the intensity, the pace, the pace of the ball, um, everything. It's a whole new world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, that's what I was... With it, you being so young and Plymouth not having a huge academy like process, you must have been joining in very soon with the first team goalkeepers, which obviously yeah. would have pushed you more, developed you more. Was there straight away, was you like, oh my God, I need to get better. I need to get sharper. I need to get fitter. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think fitness was the main thing, you know, the, the, the speed that the uh, Luke McCormick used to get off the floor yep. was ridiculous. And obviously I was like 16, 17, going in with them, not having a lot of, you know, that man strength that you, yep. you just gain and, and the techniques. Um, so watching them day in, day out, um, I was quite fortunate that I got to train with them quite a bit because I was the only apprentice goalie for my age and the year above. Um, so there's no point in me going with them and not doing any goalkeeping work, so... Luckily, I could go with um, go with Reese, go with go with the older goalies, and um, and uh, get that Did, get that experience. Do you think you learnt a lot off of them? Massive, yeah. yeah. Have you taken like the habits off of them? Yeah, just every, uh, there's probably a lot of things that I don't even know that yeah. I've taken off them that that um, I, I, I use now in training in games. Um, but I remember a few of my first training sessions and the, the way the lads hit the ball, like. And then I went back down with my youth, youth team, and I was, you just catch it, and you're like, "That's so soft." The the, the pros hit it so hard. Yep. So growing up, that, that was one big thing that was ridiculous. Uh, and when yeah. you were coming into the first team, you'd have got used a lot for the shooting practices and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, I made my wrists used to just be like battered, smashed to pieces, yeah. um, and crossing and finishing as well. They just, just used to lamp it in as well. I didn't care who was in goal. Crossing and finishing for yeah. any goalie at any level is still horrible. I still it's horrendous. You, there's, there's no no hope. Nice way of doing it. You just they're, stand there and get pelted. Yeah, they're crossing yeah. it onto the six yard box and just hitting it as hard as they can. And you know, if you come for crosses, you get told you're not allowed to. And you're like, what is well, the purpose of this? They, they think you they think you're cheating. Yeah, but you're not. You just if a ball's there to go get, you're not going to leave it, are you? Um, but. There's no, there's, I hate it. I hate crossing and finishing drills. Can't stand them with a the, with the passion because there's no point in a goalie even being there, no, is there? No. So I hate unrealistic shooting drills. Yeah. I love shooting drills. No, yeah, I know. I'm yeah, so strange that. with it that if yeah. it's done at the right speed and the right tempo and players don't take four touches, yeah. 10 seconds to take a shot, yeah. I lose my head. But I have to, I have to like make myself competitive in it. Yeah. So I have to like have Tourette's start shouting abuse at the strikers yeah. if they miss or if I catch one, I'll try and. I do the fake signature on the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, like these sort of things yeah. really drive me. You've got to, to make get, you've got to get yourself into That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Else, those ones that aren't realistic. If you just 
if you're not into it, you just it's, it's hard to get yeah. get something out of it, isn't it? So, so. You, uh, when you're playing, do you find yourself training differently to make sure that you're ready for Saturday? Have you got like yeah. a different mindset? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't. I don't do as much kicking when I'm playing, yep. for example, in training. You don't need to. No, it's, you're just striking it on match days, aren't you? That's where you get your, that's where you get your striking in. Um, but I'd say I don't do as much as the as the, uh, the shooting drills. Um, so I just I just think I do, you do a lot of it in your gold, goalie drills and then and then your shape and, and whatever anyways, um, small siders. So I don't want to risk it doing my finger on a, on a Thursday or a Friday doing a shooting drill. Yeah, of know? course. Yeah. See, um, when you train... Uh, I, I obviously st- I, we normally start with a two touch, make it competitive. But yeah. when you get into that mindset of training, and that you're so young for what you're doing, which is incredible. Do you find it hard mixing with the other goalkeepers? Because you, if you're playing, or do you, have you found that that you've just got such a good group? No, that's it. Um, Cal and, and uh, Parksy, well, Parks been there this season. Cal joined at the start of last season. Um, you know, Hey, Cal's like such a top guy, um, unbelievable when I was playing. Um, and after I got injured, knew he was going to be ready. He's been, he's been unbelievable since he's played as well. Got so help gets over the line. So, um, no, nah, he mate, he ma- he makes it so much easier um, playing because, you know, you haven't got to worry about him ruining a session or vice versa. Um, you know, when it's the other way around. Um, and uh, Parks is coming this season, um, help help training out massively. Um, and then nah, it's just been a great group. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you competitive, the three of you? I, I, do you know what I'd say? Yeah, when we're when we're doing foot golf, but we get competitive. Good when, game of foot golf. Yeah, when we do handball yeah. with the net, small ball. That's when it gets does it aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know when you get a big spike. Yeah, no, it's a good game that though. Yeah. I love foot golf. Yes, yeah, right up my street. Yeah. Right, uh, I started playing it at Bolton with. Uh, we had a goalie coach called Lee Butler, but yeah, Lee Butler, and that was our warm up. We literally would just play yeah. foot golf. And then sometimes you'd just forget to do goalkeeping sessions. You'd yeah. just be called across. Mate, so there's so we've got two pitches on our training ground, right? So one's on the bottom. And at Harper's, you've got these big long line of trees. So you can't see the top. It's just about 10 metres of elevation as well. And we train on the top, right? So we, we get out early, get on the top, start a foot golf. And one time we, we started playing, didn't, didn't, understand or have a concept of time we're about 10 holes in <laughs> they could get cooled down to the bottom and we're like oh sh- we haven't done we haven't any touched the ball yet. no we haven't caught a ball mm. um and then afterwards dad's our goalkeeper goes oh we cannot do that again gotta make sure we, we come out a bit early if we want to do that much We've, playing like a major mate <laughs> it gets much. so serious yeah. as well especially yeah. like I, well, I love it like mate when you make up the holes you make up the holes yourselves yeah, yeah? we each yeah yeah you take it in turns yeah. and then you say like oh the 18 yard box is water you can't touch the water and stuff you start yeah, doing or that? just like if you go there, you, you, out you're out. Yeah, or our oh, cow will just do marathon holes, mate, because he knows we'll just get bored. <laughs> so he knows there's a point for him. Um, but yeah, no, like you say, it's unreal. You just make up the holes yourself. Yeah. yeah it makes it so much better. What about head tennis then? No, we don't do head tennis. No. no just, Daz is rubbish at it. He, oh, he is that why? Yeah. You can't have balls, but like, yeah, hand, hand tennis is good. Yeah. Yeah, me and Cowan defeated in that, so... Yeah. yeah, that can get that can get really yeah. competitive no, as well. That's the best one though for me. Yeah. yeah, right. Before we carry on, then let's talk some gloves. Then, hi, this is Matt Smith, and this is the glove review on the Yours Mine Away podcast. What are you currently wearing? Ho or hose Supremo. Um, what size? It's nine and a half, but I'd say I'm a I'd say I'm a ten, but I like a like a tight fitting glove. Um, I know Dave Small, who who runs a company. Um, first met him when I was 18 uh, and since then he's, he's been unbelievable with me just you know sends me gloves through um, 
and it's so important to have a good relationship with your glove company yeah because i don't feel awkward asking for gloves yeah yeah um and he just pings them through in batches so no he's a top man how often do you wear new gloves i'd say if i go if i go saturday tuesday that's a pair yeah but yeah, if right. it's Saturday, I'll just new pair every week. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you would do, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So how often do you get sent batches? I'd say... Oh, You're not sending a, a text every... Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, once yeah, a month. Nice. But he'll send through about five, six, seven yeah. pairs. Yeah. You may as well wear them then, isn't no, it? Exactly, yeah. No, he's, he's top. Um, I just cannot stand the feeling of a, an old glove. An old glove, yeah. It yeah. just gets in my head. See, I've, yeah. since some of these pods and some of these interviews, I've started training in really old gloves. I think it was David really? Reyes said it to me. Yeah. That like oh, train. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so wear an old pair. And then I trained in them for a couple of days. And it's like, did feel like I was concentrating more. And then I put a new pair of gloves on. I was like, nah, I just like new gloves. Yeah. If I put an old pair of gloves on, I'd just, I'd hate the thought of dropping the ball. Yeah. I just hate dropping the ball. So can't blame the gloves if you've got a new pair. I'm just no. blame myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what uh, cut do you wear? Uh, I think they're wrong neg. Yeah, they're the negative cut, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah, quite Have you tried fit. out all different styles? Yeah, he comes. Dave comes down every now and then and shows me what's new and what what mold uh, what models he's got. Um, but I've I've had these for I'd say three four seasons now. I just I won't change. Yep. Yeah. Just I'm, feel comfy in a pair. Of them. Yeah, but they're they're just perfect. Like perfect fit, good grip for for the match day, and they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. How do you look after him? Love him in the wash. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't really wear them long enough to. Well, look no, after I, guess, them. I guess not. But I, if he sends them through, it's like no, yeah. No, yeah. But I, I, I do make sure I give him away. <laughs> I don't just love him in the bin. Um, yeah, I just see. At the it, moment, there's yeah. a like huge thing with like fans after every game, kind of like, can yeah. I have your gloves? Can I have your gloves? Yeah. They expect them now. Like, they do. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's really hard if you've like, if you've had a really good game, you're like, no, I want these ones. Yeah. Like, I do want these ones. Yeah, and no, I have had to say no a few times. Yeah. Um, Especially like when we played Chelsea last year, yeah. <laughs> made sure I kept them. See, like souvenir yeah. ones, you yeah, do exactly. definitely have to keep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you got any superstitions? I say I don't, but I do. I guess um, you're going to say the right glove, left glove thing, aren't you? Everyone nah, says it's this. just like just getting changed at a certain time and driving the same way to the ground, and it's uh, it's more routine, I'd say. Because yeah, I don't have to. I don't think oh, I've got to do that. I've got to do that. Else, I'm going to play worry about play it. Crap. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I, I just like routine and organisation. Yeah. But that, that's you psychologically getting ready for what's going to happen so. in the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's not a superstition. Uh, yeah, and I, I wouldn't say I'm superstitious because I know that it's not going to affect the outcome of, yep. of the game. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Uh, I just like doing the same warm-up yeah. because I yeah, feel yeah. like that warm-up gets me ready for what I want out of a game. Yeah. So like, but someone else might see that as a superstition. I'm like, no, that's just my no. routine. Same warm-up, same order, and it just gets you ready for what you know is a game day. So, yeah. yeah. What about uh, pre-match meals? You got anything weird that you have? No. You can't be on the caffeine and that yet, can you? I like a coffee. Yeah, nice. yeah, no, I do like a coffee, but not not too many. Um, it de- it depends because when we're at home, I'll I'll just eat one meal at about eleven o'clock, I'd say. Yeah, um, which could be like just pasta or whatever, and then but then we're away. You've got breakfast and you've got pre-match. Um, the old compulsory meals, and you feel like you, f- you force yourself, don't you? Yeah, I, I've I've just started having a big breakfast now and no pre-match because. Yeah. I've always felt if I eat too close, I just feel too full and, and weighed down. So, yeah, that's changed the season, actually. Goalkeepers Still generally like to don't have a lot of pre-match. They like to feel no. quite empty. I do. You get their natural butterflies yeah, as well. Do, so yeah. I struggle to eat close to the game. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Uh, what about uh, your goalie kits? Uh, do you ever try and match your boots and glove combo and stuff? I have done before, but I'm not too bothered, really. Yeah. Um, I'll, we, 
I suppose our, our colours are a bit weird as well. Yeah, your kit colours yeah. have been weird. You've had yeah. some very pink kits, haven't you? Pink, orange, yellow, just all sorts. So I, I just like a, a normal, normal colour boot and not, yeah, not, not a too flashy glove. Like that's as as out there as I'll yeah. go, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I'm a traditional old school. I like white. Yeah, yeah, no, same. Right, uh, young player of the year in 2020, 21, uh, via the Plymouth supporters, uh, and you came second in the senior squad. Right, so you've had such a quick rise. I've actually got loads of your achievements here. <laughs> right. It's actually crazy. Yeah. Like you, again, this season, like I said, you won uh, league, uh, league One Goalkeeper of the Year. You also, you've won League One Golden Glove uh, with Stockdale. Yeah, joint. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a good one. Considering yeah. that you've like missed quite a few games in that. Yeah. Um, well, that, the Golden Glove was last season. Oh, that was last yeah. season. Of course it yeah. was. Yeah, you kept 18 clean sheets in 46 games. That's mad, that. Yeah, yeah. no, it was good. Um, yeah. But that got blown out of the water this year. I think I think Christian Walton got like 23 or 24 yeah. or something. Mad. It's yeah. so high, isn't it? Do, yeah. do you take pride in that or do you just think that's just a team effort? Um, no, I, I do sort of dismiss like personal accolades, to be honest. Just like winning, like winning the title just means so like a hundred times more I'd, I'd throw all them away to, yep. to get another title what whatever league um because you know that, that's what you play for isn't it i'm the yeah. same apart from i like to keep my clean sheet records in my head yeah yeah no you obviously don't want to conceal the goals <laughs> but no I, I do put a lot of clean sheets down to the, the defense as well because you can think about the amount of times you probably played and you won two nil and you haven't had to make a save Nothing. yeah you exactly. li- they're the best games though they are absolutely i'd rather never touch a ball again yep. just and just win and keep it clean though they are my favorite games i'd hate to win 4-1 right and have had the best game of my life i'd yeah. rather play like in a 2-0 game and just done Completely nothing agree yeah it, that's like how the psychology of goalkeeping is so strange that we'd like to just be quiet yeah. like any, anyone that talks about a goalkeeper is it's almost a, like a negative effect yeah because you shouldn't really talk about a goalie. We're no. there to be anti-fun. I think if, you, if you're not getting mentioned, you're doing good. Yep. You know? Um, and as soon as you try, start chasing the ball, that's when you, you know, when you want to get too involved in the game, that's when you start making mistakes, in my opinion. Well, that's where, like, the levels of consistency that, obviously, you've, you've started, you've, you're playing to now, that you must feel comfortable in your defence, knowing that relationship's there, that you, you know in your own performance what your attributes are. And for you to have already learn that at 23 is incredible. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I've learned to play to my strengths. Um, but, you know, when the defenders that have been there last season, this season, it's, it's been good to not have to build too many relationships um, this this time around. Obviously, there's been a few loanies come in. But, it's, no, it's nice to have, a f- you know, familiarity with with your back line. And you know what each other's going to do more often than not as well without even having to say anything because uh, most of the time you, you can't hear much when, when we're at home um, so to have that sort of understanding is uh, is, is so key yeah. so you're uh, coming through at Plymouth then uh, but being linked with transfers already is that something that you ever listen to no I've, uh, <laughs> you can't help but hear it just because yep. it always gets brought up um, you must feel slightly different than a lot of footballers out there that because you've got kind of an allegiance because you've came through and if that's yeah. your natural progression and that happens that will happen exactly this is that's that's all it is um out of the realms of your control yeah absolutely um i've always been under contract and i've always i've always been really grateful and and you know happy to to be under contract at the club i've been at forever so as long as we keep playing and uh, keep going the way we are i'm more than happy yeah, yeah with plymouth being a bit of a sleeping giant anyway hopefully now that with this promotion that they can kick on and yeah. y- you can carry on playing and play a lot more games for the club and develop that way. Exactly. I'm only 23 as well. Um, and I just want to get my knee right now too. So 
get that right, get playing again and um, just, just see what happens. What yeah. does the rehab look like for your knee at the moment? Good. It's it's not actually boring anymore. It, it was getting yeah. a bit stagnated, but uh, now nah, getting on the getting on the OG treadmill, we're going like a bit heavy with the with the squats and uh, all the RDLs and things like that. Um, and a lot more plyometrics recently. Managing to get more hops in on and off boxes. It's, it's only little things, but to, to be games. able to feel like you're jumping again um, and running upstairs, it's a uh, it's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, you only ever look for small gains in when you're injured, exactly. don't you? Yeah, just little incremental ones that. Just give you a little win in your head. Yeah, just just ticks the week off real quick again. Do you enjoy being in the gym or not? I do, actually. Yeah. Do you, yeah. yeah, I can tell you that you love it, don't yeah. you? Um, it's, it's obviously not great when you're in the gym on a Saturday morning and you've got to go to the ground and watch watch the boys play because you want to be playing. But um, no, it's, it's not been too bad. I've got got a great physio department as well that have been unbelievable with me since since it's happened. Um, so, yeah, big shout out to guys. Yeah, nice. Uh, have you? Do you do any specific goalkeeper and gym stuff? Have you got any like tips out there for young goalkeepers that you thought? I tell you what, when I was coming through, that that's really benefited me. Uh, just plyometrics, just and don't if you if like any footballer, don't train like a bodybuilder. Yeah, it's exactly so pointless. That. Like just pumping weights for the point of it is is so pointless. Things like plyometrics and calisthenics are so so important because they really do give you that that power and explosiveness. Um, especially like you know plyometrics with jumping and and all that sort of stuff for, for goalkeeping is so um so important and it does transfer into 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 playing so well. Yeah, that's one of the things yeah. I, I always make sure that young goalkeepers are doing fast feet work, they're doing plyometrics, just little hops yeah. and stuff like that. I love the TRX um, because I don't yeah. like doing weights anymore. No. I just hate picking up weights. So yeah. I'm like, if I can just do shoulder strength and exercise and stuff like that. Yeah, I think, well, I think my problem is I actually love doing weights. Yeah. So staying off it. Every time you say weights, you get a little spark in your eye, <laughs> <Yeah>. by the way. <laughs> um, like, because I've, I've done it before you, and I got so stiff in my shoulders, mate. My, so, my shoulder mobility at the start of the season was horrendous. Could hardly, like, get it over just because I was just too busy. Benching. Yeah, benching and shoulder pressing, just thinking, oh, it's benefit, you know, get a bit of size, beneficial. But um, no, I, it's important, I think, a little bit when you're growing up to do your weights and stuff, but. Uh, you don't want to get too stuck in trying to get muscles and, and whatever. It's, it's more important. Uh, yeah, do you feel yeah. like football's changing already uh, yeah. from how you came through? Massively. Just everything from the diet, you know. The level even, of details yeah. I find, yeah. It's, it's things like the video. How mad's that? Like, we get sent through about three different clips on the defenders and then the attackers and then the pens. It's just, no, that wasn't even really a thing a few years like, five years ago, you know, getting constant clips through. So I think that's been the big main thing, all the data and the um, the analysis that we get now. Do you like doing that stuff? Not really, no. No, 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 no But Daz knows that as well. Yeah. Um, he knows <laughs> not to send me, like, clips that are too long because anyone can do anything on any given day, can't they? That's so, the thing, yeah. yeah. It's hard to... You can't predict outcomes in our world. No. So watching clips of a striker shoot from 50 yards that he might not ever do again... Mm. That that's where you're like I'm a bit lost here. Yeah. What about uh, penalties though? Yeah, we 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 go through it as a unit. Um, Cal's got an unbelievable record with penalties as well. Um, he saved three in the shootout at Papa John's this year. So, uh, I'd, to be honest, to I do let him just like, just pick it. I'd rather him choose. Um, because uh, to be fair, we don't really give many away. I haven't had to face too many. Fingers crossed, touch yeah. wood. So, um, yeah, we go through it, but I don't look into it too extensively. 
percentage. Do you think he does then? Do you think he sees something different? Like the run-ups are different? Or? Uh, that's what he looks at. He's, yep. he's really good at reading run-ups and, and trends and stuff like that. So, yeah, just just let him decide. Yeah, I I, know, I like looking at that stuff. I like looking at the way they throw their arm. You know, like this. Yeah, you put, you, he'll, he'll point something like that out and I'll just be like, never saw that. Never, yeah, <laughs> yeah didn't, didn't even clock it. See, uh, I think that there's like a massive relationship between where the opposition players stand. Uh, so yeah. if there's four one side and only two the other, there's more chance that they're trying to follow him for rebounds. Yeah. Also where the fan placement is, they like to go and celebrate their own fans. So they actually curve their run. Yeah, <laughs> I've looked at all That's this bad. sort of stuff. I actually love looking yeah. at it. I think it's like really detailed stuff that once someone's a geek about it, they're a proper geek about it. Yeah. No, things like that I haven't even thought about. Yeah. Uh, but you see every goalkeeper has it on their bottle now as well. Yeah, they do, this yeah. guy always bring it up like, oh, he's, he's done his own work, but everyone does it. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. been doing it for years. Yeah. Well, they sellotape it in the towel and then fold the towel up. Yeah. Jordan Pickford's the one. Obviously, everyone sees his massive Lucas A bottle, don't they? <laughs> he does it for bright colours as well, yeah. pretty often colour. But he has yeah. the percentages and everything. Yeah, I saw that. We were, because obviously they made a big deal out of it with the Madison penalty. I thought it was quite... Um, Quite a good way of reading it, actually. Just yeah. percentage of where he's going to go. I think yeah. it broke it down quite well. Hedge your bets. Yeah. 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 Um, when do you think you'll be training again? Because um, you're going to be back early for pre-season, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. It's, luckily, I've got quite an extensive pre-season. Um, I know, obviously, getting serious injuries is not ever ideal, but I've looked at it when I got injured and I said it's probably the perfect time to do it because there's, there's a chance of getting back for the start of the season. Um, obviously, with a, with three months off, no competitive games. So, if I can get on the grass, June, even not even kicking a ball, but getting some getting running on the grass again with uh, with cones and and all that sort of stuff would be uh, would be huge. Yeah. yeah, and you've just got to rely on the trusty medical team. And yeah. you did have one of the best surgeons in the world, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm seeing him again next week, so I'm looking forward to that. Seeing what he says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just 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 taking it easy and not rushing it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, right, finally, right. What does goalkeepers' union mean to you? Um, respect, I think, because um, it is so different. It's so difficult. Um, <laughs> it's, it's its own sport in in, in, his, in football. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say respect. You know, uh, you see each other after the game. You you, you always said no. I'd say well done and all that sort of stuff. Um, Even the moment that, you go and speak to the other goalkeeper, yeah. it's weird. You just have that. You just know. It's like you feel like you know each other, but you never talk to each other. It's just that it's just that unity and that bond, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, I'm going to end it there, but what? Uh, I hope your recovery goes really well. Oh, cheers, uh, what a you. lovely person you are, mate. And I hope you have <laughs> the best time in Vegas. I'm Fingers sure crossed. you will, Yeah, mate. I'm sure we will. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be amazing. I, I want you to fire me a text after a couple of days and let me know how it's going. I'll get a couple of videos for you. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I want them, right. Uh, thanks a lot, mate. Uh, no, really appreciate you on. coming on. I appreciate it. And you've got massive things ahead. I can't wait to see what yeah, you're doing, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Right, this has been the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Mike Cooper, everybody. Thanks a lot. No, thanks for having me. Cheers. Please make sure you go like and subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed the pod. Thanks a lot, guys. What a save from Mark Howard. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.